Y'all good? I am recording. Here we go. Intro song. everybody we're starting off the show strong with a two dollar super chat from jason weiser thanks jason <laughs> just saying that he can't stay up late so thank you jason uh this first ad let's get off to... wait hold on what is this oh, what, what is what who are you who am i oh hi i'm ryan and i'm steve and this is 60 cycle hum the guitar buying selling trading modding fixing breaking reviewing playing podcast Podcasts. now smash that there first we go ad. our first this ad is... This is an Affinity Telly with a burn relic. Sick burn. Sick 300, burn. $350. Here's a Fender Squire Affinity that has been burned and refinished. I forgot I to take read down. It when you change the sorry, sorry. station, man. Uh, where did it go? <laughs> I'll just open it on my end. Heavy poly over the burn. Lots of deep detail. Cracks and crevices galore. Plays well. Looks killer. Um, I forgot to take down notes on who sent what ads. Thanks, person who sent this. Yeah, so sorry about that. Um, but yeah, this thing is kind of fun. What do you think of this? I think it actually looks pretty good, and I think that thick poly is that's kind of the key to it. It is like it's it's totally a fake relic, fake burn sort of thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I think they used real fire. They didn't like paintbrush burned marks onto this. But the fact <laughs> that you know each burn looks like someone sat there with a torch. Versus yeah. like, oh, this burn happened from a house fire or something like that is very kind of obvious. But then mm -hmm. the fact that it's all sealed underneath this kind of matte poly finish gives it a really interesting depth. Like there's this depth to the front of it that looks really interesting. Almost like a like a horror, like zombie skin sort of effect. Right. Because you're getting that cracking paint. And like the burned wood and like a sunbursty thing going on all together. And it's just polished flat underneath that clear coat. Pretty wild. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it kind of, parts of it remind me of those old Kramer. Was it Kramer that did the crackle finishes? Yeah. Well, a lot of companies did the crackle finishes. I mean, right. Kiesel's still doing crackle finishes. Oh my God. Are, are they really? <laughs> oh no, yeah. they are. You're yeah, right. Yeah, Totally. You're so right. th 350 bucks for this. It's an affinity telly. So that <laughs> they're charging for the finish because that's what, like a $179 guitar yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, this is, is this a professionally refinished guitar? Well, of you know, that, that clear coat looks, looks pretty slick. Of course, in like classic freaking uh, fashion, the one thing that I, you know, hate the most is that um, it's, it's got that. Uh, Fender, yeah. stupid Fender logo on it. Oh, did they put a Fender logo? Yeah. Did they water Made it? That? It's a Fender USA logo. Yeah, that sucks. Oh. Zoom on, on that. Rub that out. It doesn't look like a water slide from the pixels, but... <laughs> you see those pixels there? Check out them pixels. <laughs> you made that joke last week. Did I? I'm going to make that yeah. joke every week. Stay tuned, everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What, what's, a, what's your price point for this? Oh, man, that's tough. Um, 
I gotta shrink it down enough that I can. There we go. They want 350, but it's like you're starting out with a sub $200 guitar, but you're you're getting a cool look. Like, I feel like I would pay for this body. I don't really care about the relict neck and headstock. I feel like that's too far. Right. Like, like the, the, the headstock went too far. There's just something about it that's like, uh, yeah, really? No, I don't think so. I, yeah. Or they the didn't go far enough. Good. They should have gone farther if they wanted to go that dark. You know, like I want to see burning yeah. embers on the end of you know, the headstock. Uh, like maybe like a, instead of a live edge, a dead edge where it's burned away enough. Um, that would actually that would look really cool. Actually, I, I think yeah. that would work. Yeah, like it's That's ashed some, away from the edge. Um, it's interesting because so much of the rest of the guitar has that crackle, you yeah, know, crackle thing going on, but this is just like straight burn. But I mean, I would think that the finish. I mean, I don't know. I've never tried to light a guitar on fire, but I would think that the clear coat that they put on, you know what? Because it's a Squire Affinity. It's not a coat. It's it's that like satin finish. Yeah, yeah. So it probably doesn't crackle. No, it if was. If it was a, it's it, was me- like it a, melts and bubbles and pops. Yeah, if it was like a CV neck, mm-hmm. um, it probably like with an actual gloss coat, it yeah. probably would have actually crackled. But in this case, it's just it's here's, just kind of burning through. Here's what I'm going to say: as a guitar, I'm going to underpay for the work that went into making this happen. Cause I believe it took a lot of work to achieve this finish and it actually looks really cool. It's, it's kind of stunning in its own way. Um, it, it's, it's undervaluing itself just because of what it started out with. I'd, I'd have a tough time paying more than like 275 for the guitar, but as mm-hmm. a body, if you parted this out, I feel like I would overpay for the body. Like I would, I would pay more than, an affinity telly body would go for just to have the finish, you know, right. Like forget the neck. For, so you might so forget you, the hardware yeah. and the pickups and everything like that. Let me, let me buy a project starter and I would buy above value for this. Yeah. I, I could see that. I would say like my, probably my limit for this guitar is maybe like 200, but I could see paying like 125 for just the body. Mm, yeah. No, that's, that sounds tempting to me. If I saw this body for 125, I'd be like, man, that looks pretty sharp. I could think of uh, some fun looks to do with that. I, I could, yeah. I could do without the whole burnt up neck. I just could like, I don't care about the burnt up neck at all. Like that is, but that body is fun. There's something really fun about it. Yeah. It, the body looks good. It really does. Yeah. Do you have anything I mean, else to say about this? Did Did he say that there was any other kind of upgrades to it? No, he doesn't. No, I think all the, everything else on there looks pretty stock. Yeah, you're you're playing you're paying for the finish, and yeah. the rest of it is a damaged affinity telly. <laughs> Epiphonium in the chat says it's cute. It is cute. <laughs> and it's also kind of spooky and and haunted looking. You know. Yeah. There's something fun about that. All right, man. What's new with you? Um. I don't know. I we did this right. We we, we covered that thing to death. Yeah. What's new with me? Yeah. How's life? You, uh, you surviving? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much. You guys actually. I've heard there were protests in my neighborhood, but I don't know where. Yeah. We 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 saw. We went out to get dinner the other night. And we saw the ones here starting to form up, and the and the cops getting prepared for them and whatnot. And we're like, oh, I yeah. guess. We're, we're not going to eat around here. Let's grab the food and go have a picnic somewhere. So, 
Oh, was that that was your picnic day? Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. It's a hell of a world we're living in right now, Steve. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. I don't even know how to launch into this. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, so well, I'll talk, we got, I'll talk what about... What do we got? Oh, you got a what's new? Yeah, I'll talk about my my side of what's going on with it. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I posted that... I posted the the blackout image uh, to our Instagram. Oh, yeah. That's where, what I wanted to talk where about. It got, uh, where it got a normal response from people. People were fine with it on Instagram. And then there's a community section on YouTube where you can post like photos and you know little uh, you know blog entries and stuff if you want to, and people see them if they're subscribed to you. I just posted it there. No, uh, no text, no nothing, no hashtags. I didn't write anything. Um, I my frame of mind was I woke up that morning thinking I was going to publish a video, and uh, you know premiere a video, and yeah. just like feeling weird about it and then i looked on on you know social media and everyone's doing the blackout thing and i sat there and i thought about it for a minute and i was like you know what like i don't care like i don't care what people are gonna say there there's gonna be, be people who are like oh i don't come here for this or whatever which is exactly what some people said but like there's important stuff going on right now and there's nothing wrong with uh, us as a content channel stepping back for a day and being like, you don't need anything from us. Go think about what's happening. Like that was my right. frame of mind. It was like, take, take this day to like, think about what's happening. Like, let's like, here is this thing that everyone's doing. Let's you know, we're just putting up a black picture and it might've meant different things to different people. But I was like, let's take them, take a day. And recognize that what's going on right now is important. So that was just my thinking on it. And of course, on YouTube, people went bonkers because that's where people go bonkers because they're more anonymous. <laughs> right. And there's all kinds of crazy comments on that post, which is funny because the community posts that I usually do almost never get any traction at all. But here I post a black square nothing else in it nothing but black pixels no text no descriptor mm -hmm. i mean talk about you know pictures worth a thousand words people read everything and anything they wanted to into that and just went wild with it <laughs> and kind of you know it showed people's hearts you know people had their hearts on the sleeves what they were thinking on their sleeves and sometimes it was uh, sometimes it was worth reading and sometimes it was not. <laughs> so what are, what are your thoughts on that, Steve? What are your thoughts on the, on the blackout thing? My thoughts are, you know, I definitely understand where a lot of people were coming from, where it was like, it, it's kind of this interesting space where it's like, you want to show support. I know for, for me, like I spent a lot of time just not really knowing what to do and trying to absorb as much information as I could. And, not even from like, a, oh, trying to make an informed decision perspective, but sure. just like, like, um, trying to figure out like, what is, where, what's my contribution besides being able to like, you know, do do donations or whatever, like, you know, just trying to do, um, something with this platform, you know, right, like right. either my smaller, my personal Instagram or my personal whatever. And, and so a lot of my conversations have just been like more 
I guess the one-on-one or like on, you know, in smaller venues and not really on using our platform. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've said all, I've spoken my piece in very direct ways through my own personal social medias and stuff like that. And I'm sure people are blocking me or whatever. And, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, thinking all sorts of, uh, awful things they don't like about me or agreeing with me. There's plenty of people who, you know, are on the side that I'm on and whatnot. Um, Oh man. Yeah. So, so here's what I will say is, is coming up to this, like I actually reached out, uh, you and I started talking about this earlier in the week. Um, and I reached out to, uh, a friend of mine at church who sent me the link that's in the description. So here in San Diego, we had some protests. They ended up at like La Mesa city hall, which is a, basically a suburb. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's, it's its own city, but it's basically a suburb. And this grandma basically uh, took a rubber bullet to the head that put her in a coma. Um, her family set up a GoFundMe. Uh, so we got a link. And tonight, if you guys want to check out the link, read about it. Um, read about her. Basically find out what's going on. And tonight, uh, all of our Super Chats uh, are going to be going towards that GoFundMe. Yeah. Uh, um I mean, there's on, there's not really a, a a quick and easy way for me to figure out what money comes in on a day from super chats versus the regular ad revenue I get on YouTube. So I'm just going to say everything that comes in ad revenue from this date is going to go to that. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I was just going to try to write it down, but no, don't basically don't, don't try to keep records. We'll just we'll just do it that way, and we'll we'll post about the results later. You know. Yeah. And, uh, on top of it, I will match whatever – well, not whatever that total is. I will match the total Super Chats up to like $300. Yeah, Steve is – Not up to not up to like $300. I will match the total Super Chats up to $300. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, if you, if you guys, if you guys want to support uh, basically medical and legal costs for this poor woman uh, that, you know, we don't know. But she's a local to us, and she ended up in the hospital for being within view of the cops, <laughs> basically. Um, yeah, click the link down below for the GoFundMe or do Super Chat. Uh, Get Offset just did 10 bucks. Thanks, Get Offset. And, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's what's going on tonight. I mean, I'm just kind of – I don't – I think you are too, but I'm just kind of – spent from this week i'm just kind of flabbergasted by everything like i'm not like emotionally charged up to do like our normal yeah. like dog and pony show yeah. here <laughs> uh what's the next thing should we talk about a topic no the next thing is our sponsor tonight. our sponsor here uh, we go. Our, this week's first sponsor is didario uh didario has been a supporter of the show for a while they make strings uh, they make all kinds of accessories. Uh, we've been promoting for a while the XT string. Yeah. A fantastic string. Ryan puts them on all their guitars. I've got uh, some bass strings to throw on a bass uh, that I still haven't done because I just haven't, I just never have time to do anything anymore. I'm feeling a little shocked. I've life. only got four packs right here. That means I've been, what? Using, I've been using them up pretty quick because I got like 10 packs in on the last order. I just keep throwing them on stuff. I've only got one set of 11s left and three tens, so ugh, I'm uh, I'm working through these things pretty quick. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of those strings. Uh, every time I pick up a guitar that has them on there, 
I'm just like, ah, damn. It's so it's just still slick. It's still twangy. It still feels brand new, and I can't believe it, you know? And then I pick up a yeah. guitar that doesn't have them, and I'm like, ugh. It's all crusty and rusty, and these strings are going dead, and so I have to EQ the amp around it a little bit better to get more highs and stuff. For someone like me who's just got, you know, like guitars hanging up everywhere, all my stuff is stored out. None of it is being cased. It's perfect. They've been a dream come true. So thanks to Dario for sponsoring us and for making these really cool uh, XT strings. I I think uh, Dario intended for us to start talking about some other product eventually, but uh, the whole covid thing went down and uh i don't think they ever got it shipped out so we're oh. just gonna keep talking about them strange maybe we should hit them up yeah i probably should check in with the Dario. anyway I mean, they're, uh, they're based yeah. out of new york where stuff really went down so yeah uh check out didario.com uh this first topic is guitar center yeah i mean in in you know we're gonna we're gonna yeah in the past when there's been stuff in the news, Steve and I have just both been like, let's not talk about that. Everyone else is talking about that. Uh, yeah, it's boring by now. Or it won't still be in the news by the time the episode airs. But you know what? We're here. This has been the thing on our mind, like, predominantly for nearly a week now. Like, let's talk about looting. Let's talk about the looting at Guitar Center and other, you know, uh, you know, music retailers and stuff like that, any retailer. You know, I was thinking earlier today, like, there's, you know, there's parallels. There's probably some podcast or YouTube show out there right now that covers, you know, model trains or some other hobby. <laughs> and and they're talking about, you know, model train depot that got looted. And they're oh, like, wow. oh, man, it's just, you know, such a tragedy. They stole all these specific models of locomotive and all this track, and I hope the business recovers and whatnot. <laughs> I, I heard the, uh, I heard the uh, Guitar Center, our, to local to us, the La Mesa one, um, got looted at least somewhat. I don't know how The much. La Mesa one did? Yeah, because there was, there was protests at the, um, at the uh, what's it called, the... Grossmont Center out there. This oh, okay. is a, turning into a geography, a political geography podcast. <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, so you know, um, it's just it's just it was just crazy. And of course, like you know, I think somebody I don't remember who it was, but someone we know texted me and was like, "Dude, Guitar Center, like somebody broke it open. Are you headed there?" And I'm like. <laughs> What's going anywhere? Yeah, like, like the last no. thing I'm gonna do is risk life and limb for you know whatever Dean is left or, or yeah, something right. like that or anything on the floor at Guitar Center. There's there's nothing. Uh, I'm, I think people have been misreading me too online because I've been very vocal, at least through my my own personal social pages. Yeah, I've been very vocal against police brutality. And the the whole like mud of this whole thing, the whole mud of the conversation is people think if uh, you're on one side of one issue, then you're for everything else. I'm not for looting and violence right. and uh, attacking people and hurting people. Like that's the thing I'm against. I'm against the cops doing it. I'm against people doing it. Uh, I think there will be a um, I think there will be a historical view. Where it's like, well, you know, these events uh, caused this much damage, but then it led to 
this kind of thing happening and it got people's attention. And maybe there's an argument to be made for that side of it. But yeah, I'm, you'll never catch me in a riot. You'll never catch me looting. Um, but also I'm not, you know, the community that's greatly affected by this issue. So the, the thought of looting a guitar store to me seems ludicrous, you know, like, right. I, but then, like I said, I'm, I'm not, I'm not in that community. I'm not, uh, you know, I don't have, I mean, I'm frustrated because I have empathy for that community. Yeah. Uh, I've been frustrated for a long time for them. I've had friends and people in my life that I've heard their stories and it's been unbelievable forever. And uh, we're at a boiling point now and maybe it'll go back down and go back up. And this is, it's going to be history. Like this stuff is just going to be a footnote in history eventually. But um, yeah, I just wanted to be clear that I'm not like cheer. I'm not ever going to cheer on like, yay, rioters, yay, looting, go show them. I mean, the protesters have all, all my support, though. Yeah. At the same time, you know, I there's a video I saw this weekend. You know, there's a lot of so there's a lot of videos uh, all over, right? Um, but uh, you know, I saw this video out of Kansas City where literally, apparently, the police, you know, set, told the crowd like, "Don't go in the street. Like, stay in the park. Don't go in the street." So this guy like walks out in between two cars. Like, he barely goes in the street. And then he goes back in the crowd and the cops like run over and like grab him. Um, and then like, and pull him out. And in the process, like spray some lady in the face with like whatever mace or whatever. I don't, you know, I don't know what it is. Tear gas deterrent stuff. Um, so, you know, I, I see that kind of stuff and it's like, I think, I think about it and I go like, what what is what is going on like i feel like as much as i hear like oh yeah looting looting isn't the like these lootings and and riots like which is riots is just like destruction of property for the sake of destruction maybe um i mean it's all it's all a symptom you know it's a boiling it's it's a boiling over of of a you know a community of people that feel like they haven't been listened to or feel like they don't have control over otherwise, you know, and I'm not saying I'm not justifying it. I'm not saying that looting is effective or the right thing to do, but I, I, you know, there was a conversation going on online somewhere today. Oh, it was in a local like town group or something like that mm-hmm. where someone was made a post saying it's, it's fine if you don't agree with the looting and the riots but understand well, all we're asking is for you to understand why they're happening. And then someone replied like, I refuse to agree with them. And it's like, that's not what anyone is asking. We're asking you to understand why they're happening. And I think that's a huge part of the conversation is to understand why they're happening, not to agree with them, not to uh, endorse looting or rioting or any of the violence that ensues from them. But the reasoning behind it, the reason why people are choosing to risk their lives over these actions, because they are, they are risking their lives to do, to get things that seem trivial. Like someone breaks into a guitar center and and steals whatever's laying around. It seems trivial to me. You know, it seems like a trivial thing to risk your, your well-being over. Um, 
but if you've got this just complete overwhelming you know feeling about the reality that you live in and seeing how the world treats that reality how your government how your society treats that reality and you feel powerless eventually like a, a community comes to this and we've got these communities all over the united states is clearly an issue everywhere so yeah and the reality is is you know we don't we don't deal with it um no we're you and you, you and i are outside you know, of that we're just tall people <laughs> people are always like people are always like hey can you get that off the top shelf and i'm just like what makes you think i can reach the top shelf like that's <laughs> yeah that's hideous that's you don't know how my shoulders work you. i can't lift above my nipples <laughs> <laughs> um, um but know. i mean on the other side of that though now i feel like i've 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 accurately represented the way i feel about you know the realities of that and i i, I feel like that's fair right like i'm not i'm not an anarchist calling for violence in the streets and you know send a message no matter what like i'm Right. I'm interested to see what kind of message this does send and what kind of change it does affect. But I'm certainly not like, oh, go, you know, go burn down the town. Um, on the other side of it, uh, and we're far away from the topic now, but I think we're just we're just doing our thing. We're just going to talk as friends yeah. through our thing here because you know, that's what we, we've been wanting to do. On the on the other side I'll put of it, this, I'll put this out here. If you think sure. that the if I understand the position. Oh man, we're gonna we're gonna lose ten thousand followers tonight. <laughs> ten thousand people don't watch this. What am I kidding? Um, uh, I'll say this. Um, I understand. I saw, okay. First of all, I saw someone the other day on Facebook talking about historic buildings in Nashville getting burned down, and that sucks. Sure, you know his historic buildings, whatever. That sucks. Um, and um, what I I. I'm what I'm not in. God, this is going to be, this is sure. Sure. I'm going to, I'm going to get canceled. Uh, <laughs> I'm not in favor of riots that damage stores that are operated by regular people. I'm mixed on burning down bank of America and Wells Fargo. And if you want to burn down your local city hall, because you think the police are, um, unjust or burn down your local police when they burn down the police department in Minneapolis I'm like you're burning down the right stuff you're burning down the right that stuff sends the, that sends the message it certainly you does know, when you're just destroying other local businesses run by other people like I think that sucks I mean, but the, the you know but, and the, it's it's collateral damage and a lot of the people who are doing that you know uh, is it's it's not about it's not about getting justice it's just about creating anarchy right well I, I think the nature of a riot is that it's you know it's not intentional. It's not planned. It's not it, it, right. The, the people are where they are. They're pouring out of their frustrations and they end up where they end up. Um, it's, it's not an organized, you know, campaign. So you're not going to see rational decisions made. It's not a rational thing. Yeah. And that's, and, that's, and, that's fine. And, they're, they're, you know, the, the people involved are all out of rationality. So what do you expect? Right. And and to that, that's why, you know, when the opportunity came up, I think, to, I had two friends actually who were at the La Mesa riot. So even more or protest. So even more uh, back backdrop on um, on this, the the GoFundMe that we're trying to support tonight with all the super chats again, going to support that 
plus the match mm -hmm. um, is um, I had two friends who were there who said everything like it was loud. It was rambunctious. It was everything that you expect a, a protest to be like people have this image that a peaceful protest means a bunch of people show up and they sit down and they all sing Kumbaya together. Right. Or it's whatever. Acoustic right? guitars like, and people and I, chaining themselves around a tree they want to save or something. And, you know? and I saw somebody post that, um, oh, well, you don't like these aren't peaceful. People are angry. Um, people are angry that, you know, and they're going down there and they're flipping off the police and they're saying all cops are bastards and telling the cops to. Yeah, that's all. To, that's all. First you know, Amendment, you know, my, calling the police assholes and telling them to go fuck themselves and whatever. Yeah. And, I'm, and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, none of that's violent. Like, it's violent language. Right. It's yeah. violent language. But it's not like. It's your First Amendment, right? Yeah. They're not saying, like, kill my, all cops. They're just saying, you guys suck. Like, do better. Yeah. My line really is. Uh. Are you are you enjoying? Are you do you have the opportunity to uh, express and enjoy your constitutional rights to express yourself, to uh, to seek out retribution, to communicate your frustrations? Uh, then go for it. Um, I I can't condone anyone breaking the law or being violent to anyone, but then also you know people have the right to. Uh, self-defend themselves and things like that on the other side of that the flip side of the argument that we haven't leaned into yet like i'm just i'm disgusted by the behavior of the police that i'm seeing in videos i'm disgusted by it like they're i mean they're they're trampling the constitution in the streets well well so there's that and they're doing it at the you know at the request of their own local governments i mean you watch some of these yeah. videos and there's there's joy on the faces of many of these police. It's it's really right. it's foul, and it's it's so upsetting. And it's this is going to leave a permanent scar on a generation of people who witnessed this, either in person or through video on the internet. Like there's going to be trust issues with the police with a generation of people forever because of this. Yeah, and and I think. Um... In the chat, you know, Craig Craig Flowers basically called out what what my thoughts on it are, which is just that you know, for you know, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like chill. Like, are you talking about this one? This recent comment from him? Yeah. Okay, I'll yeah. put it up. So I don't. I'll, I'll throw this out there, and this isn't to belittle. This isn't like a belittling statement but it's like children like when you have a baby you don't expect a baby to do anything except be a baby sure and so to me like you know historical um um you can say you know the police are you know oh what's the, the police slogan is always to serve and protect right so it's like do better and so i hear like oh police are scared well if you're scared and Stay you're home. the reaction to the, the reaction to you being scared is that like you're trigger happy, then you need to retire or just you need to go up, find just, a different job. Yeah, call in sick, if you're, man. if you're a surgeon who has the shakes, you don't keep working. Right. Right. Like if you're a doctor 
who were like, if you're an x-ray technician and you're going blind, you stop being an x-ray technician. Yeah. You don't screw up people's x-ray readings. Yeah. You know? And it's, it was such a, a critical profession. And, you know, I, th- I think there's people out there who, you know, things, <laughs> things I've been posting on social media think that I hate cops. And I think, th- think that I hate the profession. I don't. We need cops. We need police. We need public servants that are doing that job. But I've been a long time uh, proponent for paying cops more and firing them more and imprisoning them more. Uh, The thing I want to see in, you know, my ideal vision for the future of America, it's like, I want to see a future where when it happens, because it it can't, you can't stop it. It's going to happen again when a cop is abusing his power, when a cop is going over the line. Another cop that's sure. there steps in, grabs that cop, cuffs that cop while still in uniform, puts him in a car and drives him away. Like, right. And that's, that, and that's that's what I want to see. You no, know? And, and I'm 100 percent on that. And that's, you know, there's been a number of instances. Right. But but and, and this also plays in. I think a lot of people lose sight of this is this isn't just about. Well, now at this point, you know, is it today or maybe it was yesterday? They actually arrested all four of the officers. Yeah. Um, but this wasn't about Derek Chauvin originally. It was about Derek Chauvin and the and the three guys who were with them. And it's not just about George Floyd. It's also about uh, Breonna Taylor. Where it's about freaking, all of it. It's about they. It, they it's not about they one incident. A, like this yeah, doesn't have. A, this isn't a response to one incident. This is a response to lifetimes. Of people's experience yeah. with uh, with these people who are supposed to represent public safety, and that's not yeah. the experience a lot of Americans have with them. Yeah, and you know the what's it, uh, Greg McMichael, the the guy who shot Ahmad Arbery, ex was a retired police officer. Yeah, like there's this thing where it's like this is, you know, just <laughs> park rangers are park rangers are can be dicks too. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I haven't heard of any park rangers uh, murdering people in the line of duty, though. Like they they can't do much except they I mean, only I've, be like, "Sir, you need you need to get off that. You need to get back on the trail right now." Uh, I mean, I've watched Yogi Bear. Sometimes Yogi has it coming to him. <laughs> oh he steals a lot of picnic baskets. Is all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> Let's not use that for as a metaphor for anything. Um, yeah, but I mean, circling back to our vaguely connected guitar topic, what would you loot from a guitar center, Steve? Boutique pedals. <laughs> we had that conversation behind the scenes. Like, oh, man, we're seeing this. We saw that picture of someone running out with a dime bag, Daryl Dean. No way. And it's like, yeah, that's not what I would grab. Like, if you're going for, you know, what our mind is, I'm completely changed gears on this, the whole mood of it. But if if uh, if you were going, you know, in the mindedness that we have hold around on, this show to have go, you, have you had have you had boat shoes? I have not. So good. I'll have to try it. So uh, you know, trying to get the best value out of our effort. Let's not call it a riot. Let's say it's a shopping spree. An unsupervised <laughs> shopping spree. <laughs> Say you got to grab a bunch of product really quick out of a garage, out of a guitar center. Like, what do you go for? Pedals. I think it's got to be pedals. Like if, pedals. I, if, if the goal is to flip, it's pedals, man. 
It's pedals. Even if the, like, the goal is not to what, flip, the, like if the goal is to like try to get something that you might like, like grabbing a guitar, the first guitar that's close to you is a crapshoot. Like that guy grabbed a Dean in that photo. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. That's a. I mean, maybe he specifically wanted that Dean, but it's going to be a very niche guitar for him. We're like pedals. Like a lot of people can get a lot of different things out of pedals, and yeah, they're tradable. Oh yeah, the other angle was you know in the hypothetical situation where it might be less than legal to have this stuff after you get it, it's a lot easier to get caught with a stolen guitar than a pile of stolen pedals. Uh, someone earlier did say, you know, instead of looting a guitar center, uh, w- like you should just detune all the guitars. And all I can say is <laughs> it's a guitar look, center. Look, They're we, already we detuned. Are, we're talking about protests and rioting and looting tonight. We are not talking about terrorism. Oh my gosh. <laughs> No, it's Guitar Center. Everything's already out of tune. And, you know, everything's Ooh. got a terrible setup. They're all out of intonation. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, I, I don't, I mean, I'm sure they write down the serial numbers for everything, um, but no one's buying a pedal checks the serial number. If you, yeah. if you acquire a pile of pedals, no matter how you get them, unless it's got a distinguishing mark on it, like a big scratch across the face, or like. Uh, someone's you know etched their name into the side no one's ever going to know if that was their pedal or someone else's pedal like they're an untraceable good you know once once you've got them it's just the reality of it uh just got a 20 dollar super chat thanks uh vinyl k vinyl key thanks for having some real talk tonight appreciate you guys thank you there's going to be people that um there's going to be people that backlash on us for this there's going to be people that unsubscribe and that's fine um, There's been a lot of pushback on Sweetwater actually. To I don't have you seen that? No that whole mess. Apparently Chuck Chuck Surratt. Oh is a, yeah yeah yeah. Is a uh, well we want to save that for the next topic. I don't know. Do we? <laughs> no, let's just do it. We we're can. here. We're Whatever. we're loose. We're just chatting. Like let's. This um, is a different kind of episode tonight. I I, I don't know how to product. I, you know that's one of those things where it's like. I don't want to dismiss the people who are like, oh, if you're gonna be this, then you know cancel Sweetwater. Like, I understand that. I do question um, where, at what point, you know, and I've been seeing lists go up. I got Wendy's last night. Apparently, Wendy's is canceled. Um, Well, isn't that, like, isn't the Wendy's thing, like, everyone's focusing on Wendy's probably because they have that, you know, their spicy Instagram, you know, replies that they do or whatever. But isn't the, the, wasn't the issue that, like, the CEO of the company that owns Wendy's and a bunch of other companies like donate a bunch of money or something like that. Like it's not right. Wendy's so, so, specific. It's not like, you know, Dave Thomas is over there doing that. It, like, like Wendy's is owned by like a, a multi-corp or something like that now. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. And so that is, that is actually a really good point and not to, you know, um, the thing justif- with Sweetwater that not to justify one thing or the right, other, right. but like, um, you know, Chuck Surak donated like twenty seven hundred dollars in two thousand sixteen to Was uh, it twenty seven or twenty seven hundred or twenty seven thousand? Twenty seven hundred. Is that all? Yeah. People are like freaking out over as far as I can tell twenty seven and, and I'm not saying they shouldn't. No. If that's your conviction, you do your conviction. Well, I know though I didn't do a full amount of reading on it, but my understanding was he he donated it to Pence when Pence was a governor and then Pence got 
absorbed into being vice president. And so he took that money with him. Um, I mean, he he may have, um, you know, he's definitely uh, invested in a number of of local. Sure. Like politicians. I mean, there's so the there's actually of... there's a there's a site called campaignmoney.com, And if you go on there, yeah. it has all of his transactions going back for like different years. Um, so if you scroll, like you can actually break it down by year, download all the data. So like in 2014, uh, he donated uh, $10,200 to Stutzman for Congress. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I, my, as, as woke as people want to accuse me of being, my take on that oh, is... You know, who's ever accused you of I'm, that? Is that, uh, is that, I mean, that's, it's $2,700. That's like a nothing amount of money in the grand scheme of things. And also like he was, he, from what I understand, I might be totally wrong. Like people feel free to correct me and tell the whole story in the comments, whatever you want to do. You know me, I'm open to information. Um, but my impression was like he was donating to local politics and that's what businesses do to grease wheels. He was trying, he was right. probably like, oh, if I scratch, you know, the local government's back, then, you know, they help me out when I need, you know, to put in for building plans and things like that. You know, they, they, I'm on their radar and they're thinking about me like that happens all day long, every single day in every industry is people greasing the wheels and it's not ideal is probably not the best way for government to run. Um, but that's why so many people that are greedy want to be politicians. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, that's exactly Ben. Tom actually just posted that in the chat. Like, you know, yeah. When you, you know, people this is how, unfortunately, unfortunately. Uh, so uh, I, I, I understand, you know, purchase with your convictions. If you don't want to support Sweetwater over a matter of $2,700, uh, years ago for someone who ended up becoming associated and not great. I'm not a Pence fan or anything like that, but you know, it's, 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 there's a lot of connections there uh, to get to that from what I understand. So I, I feel like that's not anywhere near as direct as people being pissed off at Mike Fuller. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> let's save that one for later. You want to do another ad? Yeah. Yeah. Let's grab another ad. Uh, we will talk about here. full tone. Everyone has been wanting us to talk about full tone, but let's do an ad. Where is this thing? Ah, replica of the skeleton oh. from the Goonies. The skeleton organ. I've got the little brand logo thing covering that. Let me pull that off. There we go. This is the replica of the skeleton organ from the Goonies. This is really cool. You like this? I, I mean, it's 150 I mean, bucks. It's five feet wide and eight feet tall. It's just got to be a prop, right? It's not functional. I mean, sure. This was posted by Tyson Brown, by the way. Oh, you found it. Good. Yeah. Uh, this one I was able to find on the Facebook. And somebody said, you know, for for uh, a piece of art this size, $150 is very reasonable. Uh, you know, honestly, like for the, for the value of it. For how much they want, I'm looking at this. I'm like, that's a that's a cheap haunted house decoration right there. 
Yeah, it's, the work that, is for something that again for something that big, eight feet tall, five feet wide. Yeah. I mean, you buy it's this like a bedroom. You buy all that pipe. You buy all those bones, all those skeleton parts, all the spray foam that they used to make this. And I mean, you factor in the time that it takes. I think you're getting a bargain here. I think you really are. <laughs> Obviously, it's not a functional organ. But uh, do you do you remember this thing from the movie? Were, oh are, yeah. Are you a Goonies boy? Oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah, says Steve. Hell yeah! <laughs> I'm you know I don't think I watched Goonies until I was late teen or college or something like that. It wasn't a movie of my youth, so I don't have this devotion to it that a lot of people have. I mean, it's not the wokest movie. <laughs> well, that's not what I'm worried about. It's just it you know. It, you know, it, it it wasn't part of what I watched when I was a little kid. Like, I didn't watch it when I was, like, eight, when you should watch that sort of thing. Right. You know, right. I was probably, like, 17 when I saw it. I was like, I guess that's okay. Everyone else seems pretty excited about it. No, man. <laughs> this is, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the appropriate age for this movie is. Probably, like, 12. I think it's, like, 12. I think it depends on the kid. You know, when I was when I was a kid, you know, Eight-year-olds were watching Terminator 2. So. Well, so, yeah, I mean, I think there's an age where – I think there's an age where, uh, you know, it um, – the adultness, like, of some of the jokes. Like, there's a lot of, like, of language in it that's, uh, that's you know, you generally don't want to expose your eight-year-old to. <laughs> Are you passing out the code, Steve? How did RJ get in here? Oh, I sent him the code earlier. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. for, I told him to save it for later. I think yeah. he's just testing it. <laughs> um, but when, when did you become exposed to the Goonies? When did you see the Goonies? How old were you? I don't remember, but I was pretty young. Okay, you were young enough. Well, you did you, you have know, cable I it growing on TV. up? Maybe it was I like a, it on TV. Maybe it was but... a cable thing because it never played on. We didn't have cable when I was a kid, so it never played on on local TV for yeah, whatever this reason. Mo- this movie came out in 1985, so I did not see it when it came out. I was four years old when it came out. I was one year old when it came out, <laughs> but I was right there. You know, I don't even have memories of seeing it. Like in the video rental places or anything like that. Like I didn't get exposed to it till late. Yeah, I have this in my brain. Like I, when Hook came out and I saw Hook, I think I had already seen Goonies. No, oh, yeah, I didn't see it until way after I saw Hook. Like, yeah. But Hook, I saw at the right age. That was like I was the same age as the kid in Hook. Yeah. What the heck? So, anyway, Steve, do you buy this? Um, I mean, if I had a house to put it in and, or if I had a house that was large enough to do like legit Halloween decorations, maybe. Yeah. If I was I, a Halloween house, I think I'd, twice. Be, I'd be grabbing this. It looks like it's spray painted gold, which is an interesting decision. Um, I would, I would buy this for a Halloween house and I would do it up more gruesome, I guess. Mm. Not just put, gold. Put some raw meat on it. Yeah. Let's cover it in raw meat. No big deal. <laughs> it's pretty fun, though. It's a, I, I yeah. kind of wish that I had a lot of storage space and I would do like Halloween stuff like this with my family and do big decorations and whatnot. But I can't devote I mean, it, storage it space to that sort good. of thing. I guess it's a replica, so it's definitely not a real organ. Not like the one in no. the movie that I'm Dude, sure is a real organ. No, it's – yeah, the one in the movie is totally a playable organ and not at all a movie prop. No, you get, looking at this thing, even the little picture that we've got – you can see exactly what it is. It's it's a it's a good 
quality Halloween skeleton surrounded <laughs> surrounded by various lengths of PVC pipe and spray foam. That's spray yeah. insulation foam. Yeah. I mean, they did a great job. It looks like a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, this comment. I, yeah. I wouldn't pay <laughs> a dime for it. I've already got a full-size Dalek made out of trash. I don't need more stupid yeah. things. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we want to tackle... Uh, should we do another sponsor? Yeah, this week's sponsor is... Uh, next sponsor is Chase Bliss Audio. That's true. Um, Chase Bliss Audio. They make pedals more creative than you are. Oh, and man, so much more creative. You know, um, what I was going to say is I'm not going to do the full Chase Bliss spot. Sorry, Joel. Uh, Chase Bliss is doing a uh, giveaway right now for an automaton mm. in um, coordination with MidFi Effects or MidFi Electronics and Cooper uh, Effects. They're all doing uh, giveaways basically where it's like, you know, donate, send us a receipt, whatever. They all have instructions. Um and uh, so I there are links in the description to the Instagram accounts for Chase Bliss, uh, for MidFi Electronics, for Cooper Effects. Uh, also, I've got a link in the – I'm sorry, Joel. I'm totally hijacking your spot. I don't really care right now uh, for tonight. Uh, Cower Guitars is doing mm. a cr- prototype of their – new corona model isn't the corona is like a high-end take on the titan concept you it's can see a it. high-end take on you can see the, the titan. titan right over my shoulder like that the titan is a bare bones uh more budget-friendly take on a t- on a cower guitar and then the corona is taking that that bones of it and dressing it up to be a full you know full featured yeah. boutique style. So build. this is a guitar that uh Doug is going to be putting out one the, so back looks up beautiful. the automaton the automaton is like a seven hundred fifty dollar pedal that you can just get. It's he's basically going to raffle it off. At a certain point, uh, is it a pedal anymore? Is that like a, just a studio tool? Right. You know? The uh, the Cower uh, Corona is going to be like a twenty nine hundred dollar base model, um, but Doug is going to give the prototype to the first person who donates two thousand dollars to a list of charities that he has on his Instagram. There you go, guys. Uh, so he literally posted this. He gave me a little heads up, and then he literally posted this on Instagram like a couple hours ago. Um, do for do something for you know people. Also in this, and get yourself um, a pretty slick looking guitar. Walrus Audio is do has a B stock store on Reverb. It's currently empty, but they think it's going to be replenished either Friday or Saturday. Mm. So there's a link to that. Uh, they'll be giving, I believe, proceeds from that sale. Um, there's a lot of places that are doing, uh, you know, different levels. Uh, I Philippe from Caroline Guitar says that they will be doing something they haven't rolled out yet, but I put a link to his and Grant at Big Ear Pedals. I don't know of what course. the duration is. Is doing um, a uh, basically all sales, not profits from sales, not proceeds from sales, all sales. That's are bonkers. going to are going to be uh, put out to um, charity. I'm not. I don't. Again, I don't know which check which with charities check with Big are, Ear but... for details on that. But man, that's that's wild. Yeah, some sort um, some sort of charity. That's that's a big give to be given all proceeds. Like that's a lot. Yeah, um, and there's one more story I will talk about with this topic. Uh, but oh, before we get yeah. there, you Thanks, know, Chase Bliss. Bliss Audio again. 
they make pedals more creative than you are. Chase, uh, Joel at Chase Bliss is the one who made me um, just by posting aware of Campaign Zero, which is a campaign to uh, eliminate pr- police br- brutality. Uh, Austin Rick says Earthquaker Devices is added too, so I will add them to yeah. our list. Um, and there's a number, and, and you know, if you are on the YouTube, uh, I will probably be updating this as long as I can and sure. tracking it, which who knows how actual, how long that will actually be, but um, I'll keep updating the video details with, with builders as I find out about them. Um, anyway, this next one, uh, Rare Buzz Effects is offering... Um, there's there's more. Keep going. <laughs> Hold on. I, I have to read this because it's hilarious. Okay, re- read me. it. Read it to me. Um, the problem is, is I, I'm not... I'm like spelled Rare Buzzer Instagram. There we... Nope, that's not it. This dropping is the ball, Steve. There we go. Good listening here. <laughs> he says, hey, friends, I'm not going to elaborate on what's going on with certain other manufacturers, but if anyone out there owns one of these pedals, parentheses, like a full-tone OCD, I will rehouse it in a black enclosure free of charge until I run out of black 125Bs. I'm not sure how many I'm sitting on, but I've got at least three or four. All I ask is that you pay shipping both ways, karma points if you make a donation, sign a petition, and a protest, buy something similar. Uh, from a uh, black indigenous person of color owned business or something similar. So Rare Buzz, they have, again, a a limited supply of black 125Bs that they are going to, uh, they will freely rehouse um, pedals from certain brand is, um, which brings us to this topic. Yeah. Full tone. Mike Mike Fuller, what the fuck? He went full full tone. You never go full full tone. Hold on, hold on. Let me grab. <laughs> let me grab the rare buzz effect that I have. Sure, sure. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, Mike Fuller has a long history of being a well-known a-hole. He's probably proud of being a well-known a-hole at this point. Like, I think. Uh, it, I got this guy. I got this actually last year at the Flip and Flippers hmm. Pancake, bre- or actually this year at the at the Flip and Flippers Pancake Breakfast. Yeah, it's got a pancake on it. This is their. Um, I don't remember what bluefish boost. That's yeah. what it's called. I kind of don't want to talk about the specifics of what he said, what he like, how he came back to it and in, in an attempted apology or, you know, the other thing going on with the other person running a full tone page and things like that. Like it's all so murky and it's all just like, no, the res- the response from full tone music or whatever, full tone, the full, t- there's a full tone. I know. Facebook page. And a full-tone pedals Facebook page. But uh, anyone right now can go jump on Reddit, the gear page, wherever, and get filled in on all the details of that. Um, yeah. Like, But I think the concept of, of people offering like, hey, let us redo the look of your favorite OCD or whatever is is interesting. My thought, and this is, this is going to be kind of a rough thing for me to suggest as someone who is, you know, entwined in the industry right now, if you don't it, like, there's all these people talking about what they should do to stick it to, to Mike Fuller with their, you know, full tone pedals and like, Oh, I'm going to redo the look or, Oh, I'm, I'm going to sell this thing or whatever. Like, 
My take is redoing the look doesn't hurt him. You still bought it. Selling it doesn't yeah. hurt him. You're just doing the used market thing. The way that you can hurt him through selling it, if you really want to take a stab at at Mike Fuller, sell it on Reverb way below value. Like crash mm. crash the used market on OCD and then you know people aren't going to want to buy new ones at all. Like that's that's my like kind of rowdy um <laughs> you know kind of destructive thought. That was the first thing that I thought of. So well, you, you did that once. I did do that once. I'm not going to say who to, but yeah, I think, you know, Reverb throws out, you know, they grade on a curve. They throw out like the low freak sales. But if a lot of people did it, it would for sure affect the used value of OCDs, of full drives, whatever. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, then also, but the, 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 the downside of that is people have got to be willing to take a hit to do that. If you go yeah. like, oh, I'm so disgusted with this object that I have in my life that I want to, you know, just make a point and I'm willing to take a loss and you go sell it for a dollar on reverb, enough people do yeah. that. It sends that sends a message is what I'm trying to get to. It, it sends a real message. Yeah. Um, Robot Master Switch called out two more that I, for, I forgot about. One was Red Witch, uh, which I heard about. They were actually one of the first ones I heard about. What is Red Witch um, doing? And, and Old Blood Noise. Uh, so I've added them to the list. Okay, they they've got programs that are doing that that are in in support. Okay, good. You know what? Most most companies are that you know they're the same as us. They're like let's support the fight against police brutality. Like that, everyone seems to be on that level. I haven't seen. There was a couple like there was a channel. And a company, I thought of like, oh man, I wonder if they're like pushing back against this because of their mentality. And I looked them up and like, no, they're they're posting stuff. It seems like everyone that is reasonable <laughs> is like, yeah, this is too far. Like it's time to like speak up against this. Uh, it's been time to speak up against it. Yeah. It's, it's time yeah. for us to all be speaking up about it at the same time. It's just the reality of it. Like, it's, and this isn't, you know, I've, we had all sorts of people on that post. And we'll get the comments here in various places telling us that we're virtue signaling and blah, oh, blah, sure. blah. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to do it to get nice boy points or whatever. I got to live in this world. My kids have to live in this world. Like, I don't want this world to suck. I want to, you know, we got to fix this stuff. It's unacceptable for us to live in a country where the people who are supposed to be protecting us are assaulting medics and the press and right. unarmed peaceful citizens in the street during these, you know, during protests, during riots or whatever, but also doing the same to people that don't have the voice that they deserve 364 days of the year, you know, every other, all other years, all other decades of our history, like this stuff has been going on to people that aren't writing, that aren't, yeah. that aren't protesting. And it's got to change. I don't want, I don't want a future, for America that looks the way it has looked. I want a better looking future. So, 
I'm, I'm really proud of the industry that it stepped up and been vocal and not just like vocal, but like specifically vocal, like not like, you know, like, you know, some sort of big multinational company that, you know, does some sort of cryptic ad that's like, we support you, you know, like very specific messages coming from companies that yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty happy to see. I don't know. You have you have anything to say? I mean, we we've been sitting on our hands as people. I, mean, I, I think for, the cra- I think the craziest thing with with the whole full tone thing. Not you know. Again, you you know, we, we talked about not getting into specifics, but I think about the craziest thing with the full tone thing was where like somebody emailed him and his response about like, oh, that's really screwed up what you said or whatever. I I don't remember. Um. And the, his response was like, I'm going to come to your house and steal that pedal that you own from me. <laughs> I'm like, well, he's, he's a first class asshole and he's been is yeah. in recorded that he oh, is yeah. forever. Everyone well, knows man. that about him. Like you can't, you can't be in this scene and not hear stories about Mike Fuller. It's just, it's who he is. And you either like his products and, and get them anyways. Or you don't. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. your choice as you a know, consumer. I, so this this is an aside. We Wheat's main. He just made this comment, and and I I agree. Um, obviously, here we are, a couple, a white guy and a white passing guy. <laughs> Steve is um, half white, but full white passing. <laughs> um, and that's that comes with its own set of interesting. Oh sure, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, life. Apparently, I'm really good at math, and I have a really small penis. <laughs> Uh, those are two things I've lived with my whole That's life. That's not what I heard. I, I heard he's <laughs> terrible at math. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, we still have an but, album uh, review to do. But basically, he said, you know, this isn't about this isn't about race. This is there's a lot going on, and there's, there's a lot, a lot of, going on. There's a lot of uh, you know when you when you see the protests, it's there's a lot of just people out there all over. Oh yeah. Um, and and the comment that I see a lot is like, well, you know, if you look at the numbers, uh, white people actually get killed by cops more than black people. And it's protest like that protest that too. Like, let's get all killings at the hands of cops down, down, down as far as we can. Yeah. It's like, mm, like, so one agreed, like people are saying, well, the media doesn't talk about that. Well, okay, that's fair. So are you going to talk about it? Or are you just going to say, well, numerically white, white people or yeah. are you gonna like figure out who those people are like go do something about gonna, it if it bothers you, you go do or, or yeah. is that just uh is that just a the core of, um, of what acceptable the core of the frustration is police brutality i mean it's there you've got an entire community of people who justifiably uh you know know that they receive an unfair share of pr- police brutality i don't think anyone should receive any share of police brutality and that's not me. That. That's not me. Like doing some sort of BS, all lives matter thing, like that. You know, it. If we want to protect the rest of us, like starting with the people who are getting it worse, mm-hmm. is a good place to start. If we can figure out how to how to solve this or how to alleviate it, how to make it any amount better for the black people in our country, it's going to improve the lives of everyone in our country. Yeah. It just flat out is so like those, those kinds of arguments are just people being defensive or wanting to argue or having their own issues. Like figure it out. Freaking figure it out. 
This is going to be a bad, an awkward transition. <laughs> it's time for housekeeping. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, sorry, Pontus Helm. Uh, you landed on this episode. Thank you so much for joining us at the $5 level. I will get uh, something sent out to you soon. I know a lot of people are waiting on me to start actually shipping things. Sorry. Um, but it'll happen. I've been shipping someday. stuff, Steve. What's your excuse? I've shipped stuff out all week long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I'm, I mean, I got money when I shipped them, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm getting money and I haven't shipped them, but it's less direct. Um, but but I'll get that. I, you know, it's just about, again, it's about finding a day where I can sit down and just smash out a bunch of shipping. Um, but thank you so much for supporting us. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash 60 cycle humcast. Um, and if you don't want to support the show, that's okay too. Uh, just thanks for listening and hanging out with us. Um, so yeah, the last ad is a... Oh yeah, let me pull it up. <laughs> I was like, oh, am I supposed to do something? <laughs> uh, well, do we want to do the album review before we do the last ad? Oh, right. Let's I forgot do the about album that. review. Yep. Uh, this week's here. album is uh, the self-titled album by Body Count. Oh, man. Have you ever listened to this before? I didn't even know this existed. What? You before. didn't know this existed? No, wait, someone. <laughs> so actually, uh, when you posted up for album requests this week, so we actually have a pretty long list from the Inner Circle. Uh, if you're in the Inner Circle, or if you join the Inner Circle, you get to suggest our album reviews. Uh, but for this week, excuse me, Ryan Juicy. went off list. And no, Body no, Count this was, was in this was in. The inner circle album list, no, but it wasn't in the main list. I don't it think was. it was just, it was, Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay. No, I well, did what I did because that thread had been sitting there for a while. I was like, Hey guys, any fresh, fresh suggestions. And I think Jason Fuzzmonger recommended this one. Oh, what happened is you suggested fear of a black planet. And I then, did. and then he, did. and then well, he hold, replied hold on a with second. this. I, want, I do want to answer. Uh, I think it's bent Tom earlier. Okay. Uh, yes, I'm good at math. I have a small wiener because because I'm Asian. I'm half Asian. Steve is is so I only have a I only have a half small wiener. Yeah, half of it is huge. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of weird. <laughs> and you're gonna have to figure out which half. Like, there's a lot of ways you could have a penis. <laughs> and now we're turning into a geometry podcast. <laughs> it might be a trigonometry trigonometry podcast, uh, which was the math I wasn't good at. So, anyways, uh, uh, yeah, th this was roundabout recommended to us. I had never listened to this, but I'd always heard it talked about, like in the days when I had VHS, no, uh, 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 VH1. An MTV or whatever, it was always listed in you know lists of whatever music show of like, oh, here's this controversial album. Album here's yeah. one that was yeah. they were trying to get it pulled from shelves. I was trying to get it censored or whatever. I don't know what the full history is on that. I was like, yeah, let's let's roll with that. It's got Ice T in it. Uh, yeah, the, the man that I most closely associate as being a militarized kangaroo. What? In the movie uh, Tank Girl. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I remember him being in that. Yeah, he's, he plays a kangaroo. <laughs> but also, you know, Ice-T, near and dear to our hearts, 
you know, one of the uh, detectives from Law and Order SVU. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) So you weren't aware that this existed. I had impressions of what it was going to be, but I had never listened to anything off of it. And it was completely different from what I thought I was getting into. Like completely different. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so obviously the IC association, um, I didn't make a lot of, I didn't really make any comments about the musicality except for the song, uh, which is track four, uh, body count, uh, which is, I think the only song I actually commented on the music and it just kind of holds true off and on for the entire album is this is very much like that, um, speed metal punk thing. Um, I said this album makes me think of Sabbath meets suicidal tendencies. I like right off the bat, like the first track on it, I was like, this is functionally an instrumental track. It's like I'm listening to it. I'm like, sure, I could play sure. this as a surf cover. Like, what is going on here? But it's like this very thrashy, very like punk, kind of like like influences from like dead Kennedys and Seuss and, uh, and, uh, uh, and, you know, various different punk bands floating around in there. And also like this, like shred metal sort of thing happening in it. Yeah. It was not what I was expecting at all. I was, I was familiar with ice T as a rapper. I was not familiar with this side of him at all. And it was, it was a bit of a fun trip for me. It just was. Yeah, no, and, and that's the same. I'm not even super familiar with Ice-T as a rapper, except knowing that he was a rapper. Right. No, like he um, he was, is, I'm assuming he still raps, like a legit, like West Coast style rapper. Like you go look up yeah. his, his rap tracks, which was what I was familiar with. I wasn't familiar with this at all. I can go through um, some, of my, some of my notes here. Um, right off the bat, not at all was it what I was expecting. Whoa, deedly deedly guitars. Um, there were a lot of songs where I wanted, I want to learn the riff. <laughs> like there's songs that just have these great big, like kind of open tuning metal riffs to them. Like I should learn these. These are fun. Like like proto like uh, Rage Against the Machine style riffs floating around in here. Well, that's what I'm saying is I, I don't even feel like they're like necessarily proto rage. I think they were just part of like this. I don't, you know, this album came out in what, 1992. So I can't say like what existed or didn't sure. exist in metal at that point. But I, I think this was like, you. I mean, you can say, okay, it's proto rage, but it's. I think it might just be like, like I said, like I felt a lot of like thrash metal. Oh, yeah. Like suicidal ten, like I there keep wasn't any su- really because I know because of the one suicidal tendency song I know, you know, get me a freaking Pepsi, mom. <laughs> there, there wasn't really any rap on this at all. Like I kept waiting for there also to be you know Ice T's style of rap come in, yeah, and him to rap over stuff, and he didn't. Like it was, it all stuck to this very specific genre. Uh, it was right. It was pretty wild. I, what did you think of? Uh, the themes and the lyrical content throughout this album because it had it had some you know, I went, rough stuff. I went back and forth. It had some rough stuff. I went back and forth. Um, I think the songs that were more political, I thought, I I just kept thinking, you know, and again, this is a product of the time that we're in. I just keep thinking, like, man, this album came out like thirty, almost thirty years ago. Yeah, and it's like. 
it kind of feels like nothing's changed. Yeah. Or if it's changed, they've changed in ways where they haven't been ex- extreme enough or different enough to, to justify anything. Right. Yeah. I mean, I um, was, I was listening to it and thinking I was like trying to have some empathy and trying to connect with like thinking about the state of mind someone would be and to write a lot of these songs. Cause a lot of them are just like these brutal concepts. Um, it must've just been a really cathartic experience to yeah. write and record a lot of this. And I'm, I'm sure I'm, it's, you know, it's a lot of it is fantasy. A lot of it, it can't be autobiographical because there's just some banana stuff throughout. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, the anger is is real. the The frustration behind this sort of writing is real, and the way of expressing it must have just felt amazing in a way. Like it, it felt like the way I felt when I was a teenager and you have all that, you know, angst for no reason other than just, you know, having hormones for the first time in your life. Like it, there's, there's a real energy there, you know, you can, you yeah. can listen to it and be opposed to a lot of the, the lyrical concepts and a lot of kind of the ideas and the way of, uh, approaching various subjects. But then, I mean, you listen between the lines and you listen to the mood and the attitude behind it and you can relate to uh you know that perspective yeah. i suppose yeah there, there are definitely songs on here that I, you know wouldn't fly i mean there's a whole now. song about I him i i assume fictitiously killing his mom and cutting yeah. her up so, so, and okay, taking so- her taking the parts all over the world because his mom is a racist woman uh, yeah, and she doesn't like approve of racist, his like of his white girlfriend. Exactly, uh, and so um, which is you know that's its own thing, um, but it's interesting to me. And again, this is just I feel like this says a lot about our society that this album was released without originally without um, "Cop Killer," which is like the con- most controversial yeah. track, I guess, um, because it's a pull uh, a criticism of the police and saying you know gonna kill cops or whatever um but you know a song about killing your own mom and driving her around the world as you tour because it's like that's fine we're good with that we're good with that just don't kill any cops (laughs) don't talk about killing cops (laughs) that other one's fine what other one (laughs) there weren't any other ones that's the only track on the album uh yeah are there any are there any tracks that stuck out to you as your favorite I only listened through it once. I, I, that's all I had time to do. Uh, I don't think I had time to decide if anything was my favorite. If I had to pick one off of here to be like, oh, put it on a best of or like use it in like a movie soundtrack or something like that, it'd be There Goes the Neighborhood. Like that one caught my ear. I was like, this is this is a jam on here. I will say like um, Cop Killer, the one, this, the at least this version because I think there's maybe this is the only version. Is this the only version? I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's it. I that's a song I've always heard about, but I've never, I guess, listened to. Well, not I guess I've never heard this song. Yeah, before. yeah. Um, and uh, it was super catchy. <laughs> <laughs> well, on on the version that we listened to, "Cop Killer" was the last track on it, but right. the the opening track has a little skit 
at the beginning where Ice-T or the character he's playing uh, is pulled over by a cop and then he shoots the cop when the cop realizes who he is. Right. So, I mean, that it sets the mood for the whole album. <laughs> like, you know what you're in for. Like, this is, uh, this is an anti-social, uh, anti-society kind of feeling sort of thing. It's uh, very angsty and uh, very upset at the world that right. exists in, you know. But then, I mean, you go back and listen to Ice-T's older rap music, and it's the same message, just presented differently. And yeah. a little bit less right. gory, a little bit less comical, I guess. Like, there's a lot of comical elements throughout this al- album. It's like you're it, – It's a, it was reminding me of, like, I mean, maybe this is a different generation, my, you know, my era of young kids versus yours. But you know, kids used to sit around the play yard, play yard like – discussing like horror movies and like and you know like metal lyrics and stuff like that and trying to come up with the you know the most brutal uh horror movie scene they can think of and like oh what if this happened and that happened like there's a lot of that mentality in the writing like oh what if this like is this offensive like what's this what's the craziest story we can come up with that'll make people feel uncomfortable there's a lot of that going on in there so i don't know uh, yeah. what, what, what's your final take on this? Do you think people should listen to this? Who should listen to it? And who I think shouldn't? it's worth listening to, but maybe mostly as a historical document. Uh, yeah, I think I don't, I wouldn't recommend this to, um, like a teenager or something like that. Let them find their own music for their own generation. But in, yeah. in terms of like, uh, you know, music history, and understanding where things were and where they're going. Like, I think this is worth uh, someone who can sit there and listen to it reflectively uh, to give a listen to. And also, like, if you're an Ice-T fan, you're, you're a fan of militarized kangaroos. Yeah. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of fun to listen to Ice-T music in general, especially if you've watched a lot of Law & Order. Because you're like, that's that guy. That's his voice. Yeah. Yeah, that's the weirdest part. <laughs> Uh-huh. Before, before we hit this last ad, I'm going to do a classic 60-cycle hum thing. Okay. I'm going to use the bathroom. Ah, classic. You can't hold it? Oh, man, he's all the way gone. <laughs> Let me go through some of my other notes here. Maybe I have something interesting. Uh, probably not. I was not. I was honestly not expecting so much guitar on this al- album. I'm shocked. Um... There's a real Tony Hawk pro skater vibe to this whole album. Yeah, I was listening to this thing and just like wanting to play pro skater. <laughs> I, are, are there body count tracks on pro skater? There might be. I can see why parents of the 90s were afraid of this album. <laughs> I wrote that as I was uh, as listening to the one about him cutting up his mom. All right, we'll get RJ in here since Steve is gone. Hey, RJ. Hey, what's up? Hey, man. Have you listened to Body Count? I have not. I only know Cop Killer, um, although they did come back in, like, I want to say 2017 with a new album. Um, it's actually titled called All Lives Matter. Really? <laughs> Yes, it I is. could see. Um, it, yeah, the I could music s- video. You should check it out. It's actually really again another catchy song. Of course, um, but I thought it was very interesting. But it still has that take of like, hey, 
police brutality is a thing. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I, I find it very interesting that, that that's the choice of words that they decided to use. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, Ice-T is always going to try to get people's attention. Like, and what else is going to get their attention that go in that direction from him, you know? Right. That's a, that's a pretty wild creative choice. I, I, you know, after listening to this today, like, I want to listen to more. <laughs> yeah. I actually, right afterwards, I was like, I want to go listen to some classic, like, iced tea rap. And I binged on probably, like, uh, probably half an hour of iced tea, just, you know, rap tracks. I'll take the banners <laughs> off of here. Um, Steve, do... Uh, okay. Do uh talk about the song for the podcast listeners. You already do the last uh last ad. Oh yeah, the last ad. RJ can shark join guitar. Do, 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 do. Shark, shark guitar. guitar. Oh man. <laughs> do, shark guitar. <laughs> do, 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 do shark guitar. I don't under what's the skeleton king guy. So apparently the guitar itself is based on uh this guitar that's in an anime held by this character. And they just completely reproduced the guitar in all its bonkers details. I don't know anything okay. about this anime. We should have gotten Brian in here. Brian, he's actually recording tonight because I was just talking to him. He's actually recording an episode of the Tone Jerks, but definitely should have had him on for this. Yeah, I thought about it for a second. I was like, uh, we're going to end up talking about police brutality the whole time. So who knows if we'll even get to it. <laughs> But yeah, what do you guys think of this? We're we're looking. Wait, are you saying? Are you saying that that the only that are you saying that a uh, Native American would not have anything to say about police brutality? <laughs> That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying we'd be. Po- wow. I didn't. Yeah. I was saying I don't even know if we would get to this. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Apparently, this is the Soul King Brook who's a member of the Straw Hat Pirates, serving as musician after drifting to the Florian Triangle for 50 years. Well, yeah, all that is so obvious just looking at him. I mean, come on. I don't even know what this show... Is this a show? Yeah, it's a show or a movie. It's some sort of anime thing. It's, got, it, it's got, Apparently, it's called One Piece, and all I can think is, it's been One, one Piece. piece. <laughs> Since you looked at me. <laughs> made a shark guitar and it was kind of ugly <laughs> so i got a question is that like a little like resonator or is it like acoustic is i i, I think it has a speaker in it oh okay so it's uh, a speaker. okay i didn't get a good picture of the back but you can see that there is a like a battery compartment and let, let, me, let me see if i can zoom in on that because there is a speaker grill back there on the back panel so I think mm. that sound hole is a speaker. Okay. Uh, but it is a bonkers design in that, like, I mean, it's a case of just completely copying a cartoon guitar because a, a, a cartoon guitar doesn't have to be anything. The neck doesn't have to be straight. It doesn't have to have the right amount of frets. Like, it, it doesn't have to make sense. Right. But they fully went for it and... Put the pickups where the cartoon guitar shows the pickups, puts a sound hole where it shows there being a sound hole, even though it doesn't make any damn sense. But because it's a cartoon guitar, like the details of the shark shape are really fun. And thankfully, they carried that through to the guitar design really yeah, well. it looks really cool. It actually looks really fun. It's spot on. 
Yeah. There's that other shark guitar, like the Jay Terser version or whatever. Yeah. That's fugly. <laughs> and it just looks like a that's really weird. weird shark. This is a fun shark guitar. And if it didn't have the bonkers pickup layout, there's three single coils, but all bunched up at the neck. Yeah. And a sound hole at the bridge, not the bridge pickup, at the bridge. There's a tunomatic bridge on this thing. Should have mm-hmm. been a sharkomatic bridge. Why are they putting a, tun- a tunomatic on here? It's not a tuna, it's uh, a shark. <laughs> Fish uh, joke. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know anything about the show at all. They want a crap ton of money for this. $2,500. Free shipping, though. Got that free ship. There you go. I feel like if that eye on there isn't a is wobbly eye, though, they missed to, like any of the specs, like as far as parts are concerned, like are those pickups anything special or I don't know. Uh, it looked like there was like decent tuners on it just a moment ago. Yeah. I don't have the description on it. Yeah. They're locking tuners. It's, it's some sort of boutique build. So yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a good build. I'm sure all the parts are pretty dang good on it. I like the headstock shape on it. There's something really fun about that. And they, they leaned into the cartoon thing where it's like, it's not straight. It's curved because it was drawn that way. It's cartoony and fun. I think it's neat. There's something about this guitar that I think is really neat. I, I won't get anything else to say. I mean, it's... <laughs> so I just pulled up the eBay because it seems like you're, you didn't really. I didn't research it. You think I ever researched anything? This is made by a Shimamura Mur- Oh, that's an interesting name. Shimamura Music. Uh, so it's made in Japan. Uh, I'm looking for any. It's a 3D fin body, especially the pectoral fin. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Can you tell? Yeah, the fin is like sticking out. It's like waving out. Yeah, I did not realize that in that uh, in the picture. I didn't process that. Um, yeah, I should have. Done a better picture Jack, of it. body pickups. The uh, they are I'll nickel five magnets, so they are potentially the pots are bor- are Burns pots. It is a speaker, as you said, built in yeah. speaker. I like the placement of the output jack, it's right in the shark's mouth. Yeah, Just the tuners right are there. goto, the nut is is uh bone. So at least like the jack is switchcraft, so at least there's different things about this that are like. And there, it's not a cheap. No, this is a this is a custom build for a show that people apparently care about. That I've yeah, surprise, you know, surprisingly, I've never heard of guys. What's that? You know shout, me, always staying up to, on all the animes. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Emily uh, in the comments. The Roger Rabbit. Uh, <laughs> quote. Yeah. Um, uh, there you go. <laughs> no, that was a Jessica Rabbit quote, but you know. I was referring to the movie, sir. Who framed Roger? Who framed? Who framed? You, have you ever noticed that there's not a question mark at the end of that? It's it's declarative. It's telling you who framed yeah. them. Who did? Who yeah. framed Roger Rabbit? Let me tell you the story of who framed Roger Rabbit. That's the that's what's going on there. They're not asking. They're like, sit down and let me tell you the tale. Of Just who, sit right back and you'll hear. A, who hath done framed sit this right rabbit? Back and you hear a tale. All right. Tale. You have anything else to say about this thing? Nah. Nah. It's cool. All right. Tell us about the song, and then we'll do our hangout. I didn't pick up the song. Oh, well. (laughs) We'll just put it there at the end, and you guys can enjoy it, you podcast listeners. So enjoy this thing. We'll put the- Hold on. uh, on. One last thing. So for podcast listeners, because you're getting getting this on Monday, 
in the link on the podcast will be for uh, the GoFundMe. Again, we're matching tonight, I guess through Monday, all Super Chats, any donations. So if you donate, not through Super Chat, but through something else um, to this GoFundMe, just sh- grab a screenshot, send it to us, let us know. And I'm matching up to $300. There you total, go. Total. Total. We, we got some decent Super Ryan Chats. Ryan says I right. need to specify because otherwise a bunch of people, he thinks a bunch of people are going to do 250 and be like, I did 250. That's less than 300, right? No, I thought like people would be like, oh, Steve is going to match every time $300 is donated. So you didn't end up yeah, having to match no. thousands of dollars. I'm only like, I'm in real, and on, on the internet, I'm super rich, Steve. In real life, I'm not at all. I'm mostly broke, Steve. <laughs> you are, you are very generous, though. I, I wish I had $300 to throw around right now. I would match you, but I do not. I didn't clear this with my wife, so... Uh-oh. <laughs> I've been selling some... I'm gonna burn it to doesn't spot joy I'm gonna burn it if it doesn't spot joy Songs to ash and ash to wind
games with your six feet down, get burned to death. Spot.